Hi, everyone. This is Mark from the Mark the Shark of MA Show. And you are listening to CQP Moments. The Coupon Queen Pen. Now, guys, I know that I have been promising to have him back. And guess what? He's here. The one and only shooter. So, before we get into everything, and you know with him, it's everything. Let's take a moment out for our sponsors, and we'll be right back. So, guys, you know who I have. I have your favorite co-host in mine, The Shooter. Hey, what's so up, what's y'all? going on? Ain't nothing much, no. Yo. No, what? Okay, no. Everyone knows what's been going on with me. What's been going on with you, mister? I've been all over the city. Yeah. yeah I'm lighting it up, shooting every, anything and anybody I can. Just, you know, it's that, it's that busy time of year, graduations, proms, family portraits, pets, anything. Just, just shooting everything. Pets? Yep, some uh, some, I had to shoot somebody's Diva Yorkie uh, a few days ago. It was kind of cool. But <laughs> that sounds cool, though. Yeah. yeah doing, doing a little bit of everything. Uh, actually, uh, taking pictures for magazine submissions, too. Hopefully, no. I uh, just entered a, uh, just uh, mailed off a couple today. So in the coming months, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I did get a chance to see some of those. Those are really nice. I love those. I really, really do. Thank you. Thank you. See, I set yours up so we can get you in the magazine. I don't know about magazine. I agreed to do pictures. I don't know about magazine. You don't know about magazine? Okay, baby steps, baby steps. Yeah, baby steps. I'm pretty sure it's going to be magazine worthy, but we'll just decide afterwards. I got you. Well, I'm glad you think so. <laughs> so, here is the funny thing. Um, I know I sent you something the other day. Um, actually, no, I think it was like last month where someone was actually saying that you are hilarious. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It's pretty cool. That people like, like what I do over here now. And I keep trying to tell people, I, I, I actually don't know what is going to come out of your face. I don't know. So I just have to go with it. I, I really yeah. do. Like, that's, that's the fun part. You want to buy it predictable. And the funny thing is, we have been like this since high school. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, so yeah. It, 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 it's funny, though. Yeah, so, okay. What? So, Why, yeah, we get, around, get around each other's must-see TV, yeah. Oh Lord! Like the Fred, 
the Fred and Esther of Brooklyn Tech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think anybody remembers that. <laughs> I, I give them out to some certain people. <laughs> Oh no no no! We will not drop names. <laughs> we will not drop names. Okay, I, I, I'll leave them incognito for now. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, the kids are out of school, and summer has officially arrived. And summer in in New York City is um a different animal. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say different. Yeah, I was yeah. different. It's different. Well, at least the Uggs are supposed to be out of season. Supposed to be. There's something that's ladies let it go. No, I, I don't even want to break out in the song like I'm on Frozen, but let them go. <laughs> let them go. <laughs> oh, it's hot, especially in the, I'm around people all the time at work. So I get to stand on the platforms and see people walk by. I have nothing to do. You walk by me in some Uggs. I am liable to let you have it. Let them go. It's over. Oh, lot, my gosh. A lot of people, dog, a lot of people, Uggs right about now looking like two possums that didn't make it across the street quite, you know, before traffic got there. Let it go. Wait, did you say two possums that didn't make it across the street? That's what a lot of people's Uggs look like around June. Just <laughs> let it go. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and I can about imagine what somebody's feet smell like in a hundred degree weather rocking some Uggs. Ew, ew, ew. Okay, okay, okay. Toes wow. smell like, feet smell like you've been moonwalking in hummus. Just <laughs> stink old feet. Come on now. Let them go. Let them go. Gosh. <laughs> I yeah, dancing on garlic. Because <laughs> summer in the city is like, yeah, it's real different. It's the only place, I think New York City is the only place you can see somebody wearing booty shorts and a scarf at the same time. Yeah. Nah, booty shorts and Timberlands. I don't get that either. No, I've been trying to figure that out since since the 90s. What, what's up with the Thames? I blame Joe to see. <laughs> yeah. They started with the shorts and tans, and New York picked it right up. The tans, and the, oh gosh, yeah. Yeah, like you no, know, for the summer, best tip I can give people is please just love the skin you in. It's like, and I mean, I ain't gonna sit there and like body shame nobody. I mean, that's one of the things I pride myself on being against, especially my photography work. But it's like certain people, like they will wear clothes. Not for the body they have, but more for the body they want or, and it doesn't, it, it just does not work. And I know everybody think I'm going with big girl. I'm going on everybody with that. Just love the skin you in, you know, be happy with what God gave you and work with that. Cause like, you know, there's a lot of girls like this. They have to go by this rule of tight don't mean sexy. It really don't. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. And I think that's really what it is, is you have to know what accentuates your assets. You have to know when less is more, or should I say more is less? Yeah. I mean, certain things, as good as it might look in the, in the catalog or the website, 
as good as it might look on the mannequin, it's just not going to look, look the same on your body. And right. you know that better than anybody. Like, no, a lot of women, you know, and they'll be on the bigger size. And they'll wear, like, the thing, like, the the outfits that kind of had, like, the slits and, and, and the openings and stuff. And it doesn't work for everybody. You don't want things oozing out of them little holes. Now you look like the Play-Doh spaghetti machine. It's not right. Don't do that. <laughs> Did you say Play-Doh spaghetti? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, but the other thing you don't want is when people have baggy leggings. Oh, I was just about to go there. That's skinny girls, y'all get it too. It's like, I understand, like, no, for the most part, especially amongst our people, the big booty thing is the craze. God didn't bless everybody with big booties. Please get over that. It's like the worst thing about the girl with the with the leggings that you no, know, when the wind blow, your leggings shouldn't move. I'm just saying. No. And no, some of y'all and the worst is the ones who they'll have on the leggings. And okay, the leggings are fit okay, but they sit there and they walk around with what I'm gonna call big booty girl mannerisms. And you're just looking at them like, but but you don't have that problem. Like they'll take and do like the whole, oh, I'm struggling to get these things over my hips, little sachet dance. And you're like, really? But like, your booty look like two hero hero bread ends. Stop that. You know, you don't have that problem. Cut it out. Yeah. I, I think that's really what it is, is like you said, people don't like the skin that they're in. Everybody wants to be something different. Yeah. And it's like... No. Okay. No. Yep, and I mean, other things that kind of crack me up is uh, I've never gotten this. I'm hearing nowadays that it's for the purpose of keeping cool. I have never understood the girls with the pound of powder on their breast. I, I, I never got that. Just, Actually, it's not for keeping cool as much as it's keep for, okay, it shouldn't be a pound of powder. But what it does do is it keeps from chafing and it keeps from it keeps the sweat from gathering in certain areas. Yeah, like I mean, But the problem is all the other areas are gonna sweat. So now if your face sweat, it's gonna roll down your neck and roll down to your chest and you got a pound of powder and now you got dough in between your titties. That ain't good. <laughs> dough. Hey, you mix the water in the powder, you're gonna get dough. Oh my gosh. It's gonna make bread between them and then <laughs> Oh my gosh. See. <laughs> but it, it I mean, this is what people do. And I think what it is is everyone takes stuff to the extreme though. That's really what it is for me, is everyone takes everything to the extreme. It's like no, you don't have to. It doesn't have to be white. You don't look like you have to look like you turn tried to turn into the Pillsbury Doughboy. Exactly, sitting there looking like you looking like the pan just before you make pizza. That's not good. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I have to kind of agree on that one. But yeah, no, it it does serve a purpose, but a little goes a long way. Yeah, it definitely does. Like, you no, know, my favorite thing. Uh, no, women in regardless of size, is I love women in sundresses. That is like kind of like the highlight of summer. I can sit and watch women walk by in sundresses all day. You no, know, just you know, there's something there's something about I mean something about sundresses that screams comfortable in the skin you're in. It's like they're not trying so too hard yet. You no, know, 
most women in sundresses are sexier than anything that you're going to see in booty shorts and crop tops and all that other stuff, you know. Sometimes less is more. We, we don't all have to go to Aisha Curry route. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Yes. Let's talk Aisha Curry for a minute. See, you opened up this channel. All right. Now, before I go there with Aisha Curry, um, Lewis actually does have a sundress photo shoot that he does every summer. A yearly sundress photo shoot. Yes, the sundress series. It's like this, you know, beautiful ladies, sundresses, you know, cool scenery, and we just make it do what it do. Just, you know, bring out the net. No, we bring a natural back. No, everybody doesn't have to be Nicki Minaj. We we just, you know, we, we want to see how beautiful you are in your natural element. And I believe. Uh-uh. Yes. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Uh-oh. Well, all kinds of things just all kinds of things went just went wrong. Uh I got Hello? Hold it. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Say so, uh, all kinds of things just went wrong. I got a phone call that knocked me off the line and then it knocked my Bluetooth off. So now I can't so I had to put the phone in my ear. Oh great. Well, I'll give you a chance to put your Bluetooth back in. Hey, right, hold on one sec, see what we can do. Uh-huh. Just not going to look look the same on your body, and right. you know that better than anybody. Like, no, a lot of women know, and they'll be on the bigger size, and they'll wear like the thing, like the the outfits that kind of had like the slits and 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 the openings and stuff. And it doesn't work for everybody. You don't want things oozing out of them little holes. Now you look like the Play-Doh spaghetti machine. It's not right. Don't do that. <laughs> Did you say Play-Doh spaghetti? <laughs> Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, but the other thing you don't want is when people have baggy leggings. Oh, I was just about to go there. That's skinny girls, y'all get it too. It's like, I understand, like, no, for the most part, especially amongst our people, the big booty thing is the craze. God didn't bless everybody with big booties. Please get over that. It's like the worst thing about the girl with the, with the leggings that... No, when the wind blow, your leggings shouldn't move. I'm just saying. No. And no, some of y'all, and the worst is the ones who they'll have on the leggings. And okay, the leggings are fit okay, but they sit there and they walk around with what I'm gonna call big booty girl mannerisms. And you're just looking at them like, but but you don't have that problem. Like they'll take and do like the whole, oh, I'm struggling to get these things over my hips, little sachet dance, and you're like, really? But your booty look like two hero hero bread ends. Stop that. You know, you don't have that problem. Cut it out. Yeah. I, I think that's really what it is, is like you said, people don't like the skin that they're in. Everybody wants to be something different. Yeah. And it's like, no. Okay. No. Yep, and I mean, other things that kind of crack me up is, uh, I've never gotten this. I'm hearing nowadays that it's for the purpose of keeping cool. I have never understood the girls with the pound of powder on their breast. I, I, I never got that. It's, and... Actually, it's not for keeping cool as much as it's keep for, okay, it shouldn't be a pound of powder, but what it does do is it keeps from chafing and it keeps from, it keeps the sweat 
from gathering in certain areas. Yeah. Like, but the problem is all the other areas are going to sweat. So now if your face sweat, it's going to roll down your neck and roll down to your chest and you got a pound of powder and now you got dough in between your titties. That ain't good. Joe. <laughs> hey, you mix the water in the powder, you're going to get dough. Oh my gosh. It's going to make bread between them. And them. <laughs> oh my gosh. See, but it, it, I mean, this is what people do. And I think what it is is everyone takes stuff to the extreme, though. That's really what it is for me, is everyone takes everything to the extreme. It's like, no, you don't have to. It doesn't have to be white. You don't look like you have to look like you turn, tried to turn into the Pillsbury Doughboy. Exactly. Sitting there looking like you looking like the pan just before you make pizza. That's not good. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I have to kind of agree on that one. But, yeah, no, it, it does serve a purpose, but a little goes a long way. Yeah, it definitely does. Like, you know, my favorite thing, uh, you know, women in, regardless of size, is I love women in sundresses. That is, like, kind of like the highlight of summer. I can sit and watch women walk by in sundresses all day. You know, just, you know there's something, there's something about, I mean, Something about sundresses is screens comfortable in the skin you're in. It's like they're not trying so too hard yet. You no, know, most women in sundresses are sexier than anything that you're gonna see in booty shorts and crop tops and all that other stuff. You know, sometimes less is more. We, we don't all have to go the Aisha Curry route. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Yes. Let's talk Aisha Curry for a minute. See, you opened up this channel. All right. Now, before I go there with Aisha Curry, um, Lewis actually does have a sundress photo shoot that he does every summer. Yes. A yearly sundress photo shoot. Yes, the sundress series. It's like this, you know, beautiful lady, sundresses, you know, cool scenery, and we just make it do what it do. Just, you know, bring out the net. No, we bring a natural back. You no, know, everybody doesn't have to be Nicki Minaj. We, we just... No, we, we want to see how beautiful you are in your natural element. And I believe I'll send uh, Shonda the link to, so you can get a look at the last Sundress series of uh, photos. I actually have them on YouTube. And uh, it's just, you know, beautiful ladies, you know, sundresses, scenery, you know, ve- you know basically a, a, an illustration of less is more. It's just, you know, just women in their natural <laughs> element. I, I'm, I'm trying to bring natural back. I'm, um, I'm tired of all the, though, it being a standard of the enhanced body parts and the weird makeup and two-inch thick eyebrows and the eyelashes that look like coat hangers. It's enough. Just, you know, just natural women. That's what we're going for with that sundress suit. It's like, you know anybody, or if you would like to be a part of it, let me know. Uh, Urbanizestudios.com. No. All you need is a sundress. All you need is a sundress and the ability to get to where where we're going to shoot. That's it. So, in other words, I shouldn't show up with, like, cat ears and Sharpie eyebrows. Yeah, don't don't show up with Sharpie eyebrows. I'll lick lick my thumb and ruin your life. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) I I kid you not, I've I've actually considered this becoming an eyebrow terrorist. I'm just going to walk around. If I see, I'm going to lick my thumb and just smudge your eyebrows and run. 
an eyebrow terrorist. Eyebrow terrorist. Like, get, get, get my Ahmed on silence. I smudge you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yep. gosh. Yep, I'm. Yep, I, I'm just going. Matter of fact, I'm just going to become an unnatural terror. I'm smudging eyebrows. I'm stealing eyelashes. I'm yanking off ponytails. I'm going in this summer. Oh my gosh, you are too much. Hold up, I'm run around, run around, getting my Petey Pablo off, just yanking off wigs. Just yank your wig off, throw it in the air like a helicopter. I'm going in this summer. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, Aisha Curry. Oh wow, there it is. Yeah. Or- do you think they're like holding like a draft lottery about who's going to be their eventual divorce lawyer? Jesus Christ. The funny thing is, I, I don't know. Okay. She made the whole statement about not knowing when someone is flirting with her. And unfortunately, I have to say this. To that, she opened up a can of worms because now it makes people think that she is interested in knowing someone else or not being with Steph Curry or... Yeah. But I know what she was saying, and unfortunately, that was not the... That was not the setting for what she said. Yeah. And, and, and unfortunately, people have become too comfortable and too let's make it viral kind of attitude where it was just like, she said what she said. And the one thing you, when you say words, you can't take them back. Definitely not. Like I got the first thing she said. No, I, I kind of understood it, but at the same time, it like, I guess is no, in these sort of conversations, uh, women tend to benefit from a double standard and, it kind of came back to bite her because it's like if a guy went around complaining that he wasn't getting enough attention from other women, you know, they'd have crucified his ass. So, right, right. You know, and quite honestly, I think that her her initial statements are how I would, if I had a wager, I would say the majority of women, even in relationships, feel is this more of a case of, uh. She's kind of one of the first to actually say it out loud say and it very, loud. very public and, said it. Yeah, and, and, and I think because you and I have talked about this before. In other words, men, what you don't realize is that a, a woman that you are dating or a woman that you are in a relationship, if she is unhappy, she is easier to get. She is way easier to get. Yeah. Because even if you she... had said before, all you have to be is not him. You know, like I said, uh, women in relationships are way easier to get to single women. You know, to begin with, even even when they're in happy relationships, it, it, it's easier. You just, if you are there and you're that listening ear on the right day, you know, I'm not saying it's going to go all at once. You're going to go, in, you know, you're going to get her, but you've at least opened the door. Right. You no, know, the benefits of the friend zone. But, <laughs> but, and I uh, think that's what it is. It's like uh, guys don't like Facebook has made the friend zone seem like, oh, nobody, nobody in the friend zone is ever getting out. That is a lie. 
And because of stuff like friend zone, Facebook, it makes the friend zone way easier to get out. Yeah. You know, there's a, I mean, there are dudes who almost base their lives on going on Facebook at one o'clock in the morning looking for that previously taken woman to either be A, bashing her man, ladies, don't do that. No, it's going to open the doors. Or B, throwing out that, I'm bored. Who's up with me? This is what friend zone dudes live for. And the funny thing is what most guys don't realize is that's what women on the prowl look for. Uh-huh. Because yep. it's like I and 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 honestly, I hate that excuse. Well, she's just a friend. Dude, we started off as friends. Hey, what did you say? Huh? Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. It's like my Bluetooth like blinked off a little bit. I said, no, I said, in other words, guys sit up there and say, oh, well, she's just a friend. It's like, dude, we started off as friends. Yeah. But the, you know what the, I mean, I get that premise, and you're right, you know, you guys start off as friends before you got together. But it's a lot different because it's like women don't get friend zoned at nearly the rate and at nearly the seriousness that guys do. Right. And then that is true. That is true. Like, like you, you know, you get friend zoned at 16, you might still be friend zoned at 60. It's not so much the case of a guy friend zones a girl. If a guy friend zones a girl, it's it's more of a case of okay, I would, but I can't right now. But you no, know, I want to keep around just in case the opportunity comes about. So you no. Know, Friend zone isn't necessarily a life sentence if a guy puts a girl on it. Girl put a guy on it, yeah. Yeah, you some kind of catastrophe that gets you off. That's true. That's true. That's true. I I will agree. Yeah, there are guys that are friend zone. They they just might as well, you know. They are friend zoned zero zero five one. You know, that's yeah. that's their membership card. Yeah, no, no matter what your anatomy says, you are a penis free zone to her. It sucks, but it's true. <laughs> just... And and that's the crazy part is, ladies, you have to say like I really don't look at you in that way, so that he knows that he has the right to move on. Yeah. I mean. Guys kind of know. It's just that, you know, only thing most dudes are looking for is that one opportunity. It's, yeah. It's like, you know, if you take, if a guy's been friend zoned for a hundred years and gets unfriend zoned for one night, we call that success. What <laughs> 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 it is like, it's not that bad. Like, you no, know, it's it goes back to the, the whole Steve Harvey uh, 90 day thing. The right. table thing is like right. the, the big flaw in that is that the only guy that's going to work on is a dude who's already being faithful to, to her, so she might as well just stop playing the game. If he's not already being faithful to you, that 90 day rule or however long rule is worthless because he's doing other stuff in the, in the meantime. It's like right. it's like it's like waiting for dinner on Thanksgiving. Uh, now, you no, know, we black family, we do everything on CP time. So ain't no telling what time dinner's going to be. Dinner could be 5 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Right. So you up all day but waiting for Thanksgiving dinner. But by the time Thanksgiving dinner comes, you're not starving. Why? Because you've been snacking here and there all day. And it's the same that thing. Is true. That if, is true. You know, 
know, as a guy, it's like, like, no, my biggest thing, no, you laughed at it when I said it, but it's like, the reason I said that, uh, no, don't believe that guy's not going to wait 90 days to smash a dude to wait out of marriage because he's doing other stuff in the meantime. Yeah. No, it's kind of it's kind of like waiting for a lottery for uh, to, to move in an apartment. Just because you waiting for that lottery don't mean you're homeless. No, <laughs> you're just waiting for that one that one call. And most dudes, if there's somebody they want, whether she's in a relationship, whether she don't see him that way, whether she's married, whether she lives in Abu Dhabi, he's just waiting for that one day and that one call. That's all he's waiting for. <laughs> Abu Dhabi, I can't with you today. I cannot today. It happens, you know. But like, why? Do you I, know someone that went to Abu Dhabi? I don't know nobody who moved to Abu Dhabi. There was a girl I had a severe crush on in, in, when we were in high school, and literally two days after I finally got the courage to ask out, she moved out of the country. Wow. Yeah, sucked. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but but with the the whole Aisha Curry thing, like I said, is like. Women like I think the craziest thing right about now, uh, pet peeve amongst a lot of guys is a lot of women. I think women really like attention. Yeah, and a lot of people are trying to sell a, sell people on the premise that they don't like the attention. And it's funny because the ones who do the, who do the most for the attention act like they don't like it. Like no, Facebook is full of girls who sit there and. And be twerking with, with, with you know, twerking on, on in live with their thongs on and calling dudes thirsty for going to their inbox. Like, really? It's like, you know, as yeah, mad as you pretend to be that guys are actually giving you attention, you'd be a hundred times more mad if you twerking on your live in your thong and looked in a half an hour and you had two likes. Show you'd be mortified. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want the attention. Cut it out. That is true. That is true. That and is. Then, so- unless the case is like, you no, know, the, the thing with the Aisha Curry thing tomorrow, like she, you know, a little upset that guys don't holler at her and stuff like that. It's like a lot of people looked at her like she just said some old crazy outlandish stuff. I'm like, you know, it's like a lot of a lot of dudes who sitting into oh going in on. I'm like. Yeah, you're sitting there thinking that your girlfriend, wife, or whatever gets up, you no, know, the night picks out outfits the night before and puts on perfume and makes sure her makeup's just right to go to work for the girls in that office. Right. <laughs> Not at all. I'll be very honest. Don't guys, don't tick us off. Don't tick us off because you know it's like I don't know. You get this extra like Wonder Woman power, and it's like, oh, so you weren't paying attention. Okay. So yeah, let me um put on these heels real quick. Make sure that you know the girls are front and center, and uh, makeup's done right, hair's good, smelling good, and you walk out the door. And let me tell you something. There is a walk that lets you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, he done messed up walk. Step that's like, mm, pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. 
And the bad part is at that point, she may not even do anything. But if you take her off enough, I, I thought she's not gonna do anything. She's just gonna come home and just have this condescending smirk because she knows 35 of your potential replacements took great notice to her that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. And and that's <laughs> what it is. It's we, 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 and, and it's like I said, it's almost like this Wonder Woman takeover. Like you know you have the lasso of truth right now. <laughs> With this Aisha Curry thing, it's like, no, I just saw the latest thing literally about a uh, half hour before you call where she's, you know, talked about how she sent nude pictures to Steph and and she's nervous that her nudes might leak or because he's careless with his phone. I'm like, you see, I tried to give you the benefit of the doubt with the attention thing. Now you're going too far. Cause now, now you, she's reaching. Like, now you're just now reaching. She's reaching no, this is this is the Kim Kardashian story all over again, and I hate to compare Aisha to Kim. I hate to compare anybody. Yeah, to Kim. yeah. But this and is it, like you know yeah. something's gonna leak now. She yeah, might well said she might as well put the words "coming soon" and a release date on her leaked nudes now, because we know what's coming now. Yeah, yeah, and and this is what I mean. In other words, everything has to go viral. Yeah, everything yeah, I mean, has to go viral. And I mean, now think about it this way. You are a photographer. Yes. You have done nude shots. You have done all this stuff. Right. And But it's within taste. No one has come to you and said, hey, you know what? I'm worried that you're going to leak my nudes. Like, that's, that's not... Even if they express concern, it's like, I kind of let them know that, like, first off, you know, I'm not going to leak their nudes. Depending on type of news, is like once we have the ones that we're going to use for magazine submission or whatever, I a lot of them I'll tend to get rid of, right? You know, and if I, and if I don't get it, at the very least, they're in they're on a external hard drive. Because what happens is sometimes models will hit you up a year, you know, months later, even years later. Hey, I lost the CD with those pictures. Do you still have them? Oh, okay. So. For those purposes, you know, I'll tend to keep them. If a model is insisting upon me deleting them, I get rid of them. Right. Because you know, I don't want it on my head that, you know, somebody's, you know, something that somebody, something that intimate that somebody trusted me with got leaked. Right. So, you know, so I'm not, you no, know, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to, like, you no know, take the chance, you know, if, if there's a chance to you know, delete them, five. not, like I said, I throw them on an external hard drive. No, literally, I have to like knock off an inch layer of dust off this thing every time I upload something to it. No, <laughs> just so they're, they're safe with me, right? No, but like, no, I no, mean, the thing is, yeah, but the thing is, like, I mean, women do stuff for their significant others all the time, it is not something that is uncommon. We know, I mean, think about it this way. We've coined a word, sexting, seriously. Mm-hmm. So this is not something that's like, oh, no one knows what it is. We all know what it is. Right. Now, is this something that is talked about? No. No one's going to say, oh, well, you know what? I hope that my, no, no. You, she was, at that point, she's fishing for attention. It's funny. It, this reminds me of something that I, that, that happened to me once. Uh, 
Um, I'm gonna date myself a little bit. It's back when I had a BlackBerry, and before everybody, while well, everybody was buying ringtones, I figured out how to make my own. I just didn't think it made sense for me to paying, you know, a dollar or whatever it is for something right. I can do myself. Right. So, so my BlackBerry had all kinds of, all kinds of crazy. I had all kinds of crazy customized ringtones and stuff. Mm-hmm. So one day I was hanging out with a bunch of people. And there's this one girl who everybody had rumored had a crush on me. I didn't think so, especially meaning that one of the people we hung out with was her fiance. Oh, wow. So we were all hanging out. And I'm just playing all my stupid ringtone. I think somebody had called and they know I think my father had called and, and his ringtone is Sanford and Son. So they laughed at that. And I just got to going through showing them all the other crazy ringtones I had. So the fiance, he recently bought a Blackberry. He's like, yo, so when you get a chance, from, you know, can you send me some of the ringtones? I'm like, all right, no problem. I said, matter of fact, I think it's something that you want. I'll download them next time I'm around. I'll throw them up for you. Right. So about a week later, I came through and he handed me the Blackberry and his, his Blackberry. He's down and working on his car. So I'm sitting on the step transferring stuff from my phone to his phone. Mm-hmm. So at that point, his girlfriend comes out and she's like, uh, no, she, she asks, uh, she goes, hey, what you doing with my man's phone? So I know how that sort of thing he is. So I'm like, hey, listen, I'm just giving this man ringtones. Nothing, nothing crazy. I ain't trying to get that man in trouble. I ain't, no, I'm just I'm just getting him some of my crazy-ass ringtones. That's it. So you show up? Like, yeah. Sure. You're not looking in that folder that's marked my, for my eyes only, are you? Nah, I'm giving him ringtones. Okay, you come across the folder that says for my eyes only, don't look. What? <laughs> so, about the third, so about the third time, she decides to, I guess you could call it, casually mention this folder. I'm like, okay, now I got to see what the hell she's talking about. And of course, it's a bunch of pictures, a bunch of new pictures of her. And I'm like, oh wow, no, so it's no, so and and that's kind of what it come, came off as what Aisha was doing, right? Because that's it's like thing, like mm mm. Kind of like it's kind of like the girl with the hard nipples. I hope nobody can see that my nipples are no. It's like really, it's crazy. So the girl jumps in the pool, jumps in the pool in a white shirt. Oh my god! For all days, we need not wear a bra. Please stop, <laughs> stop. Exactly, exactly. And and I think that's really what it is. It's like. <sighs> Aisha, please stop fishing. Please stop fishing. Please. And it's funny because she is a beautiful girl. She She doesn't need to do this. She is. And and it's like, and and like, you know what it is? I really think what what most guys don't understand, and and I have explained this to guys with some guys before, is that. Women are always in a silent competition with each other. So now you have this man that you know is a great man. Some women want him just because he's famous, just because he's a basketball player. And it's like, if they can take your spot, they're going to. And, And that's really what it is, is she knows that all these women are, he may be turning them down, which I'm pretty sure he is, but all these women are coming after her husband. And 
the thing is, women in, in, in relationships tend to put blinders on. So it's like, she's not paying attention to the hellos. She's not paying attention to the highs. She's looking for the, hey, beautiful, how's your day, beautiful, good-looking, gorgeous. These are the things that they're looking, we're looking for. And you know what's funny? It's like, I think the fact that as pretty as she is, that she doesn't get that level of attention is almost a testament to her marriage. Because, like, no, everybody knows who her husband is. It's like, I can, I, I'm a Knicks fan, you know, basketball hell, what is known as. I can <laughs> tell you that Steph Curry is probably my favorite non-Nick. Right. Like, you know, and I'm sure certainly there are a lot of other people who feel that way with some right. of Steph Curry. A little interesting secret about dudes, while dudes, we will you know, a lot of us will follow our penis around and do what it tells us to do. Interesting enough, most of us you know, while we will have no qualms of dealing with a woman who's in a relationship, most of us do not want any parts of ruining a good relationship. Right. You know, because we realize that at some point when we're not following our penis around, we're going to want said good relationship and we don't want some player ass dude to do it to us no right and, no, and we and, wild and, with it but there is a code <laughs> yeah and, yeah I, and, and the and fact I, that dudes I, are not hollering at aisha curry is probably a testament to the fact that like they kind of see you know her and steph are kind of like the new hostables right no dude right. wants to put it on his thing that you know me and my wang ruined that <laughs> no no then the one right. example out there of an actual positive, successful black relationship. Yeah. We want no parts of scoring that up. Right. So while she's not so the reason she's not getting all the hey good, good beautifuls and everything is pretty much we know that like no God forbid no we ever got through, we'd be messing up a really good relationship. That's now true. I'm Meanwhile, I'm imagine Khloe Kardashian get it all the time. Why? First off, she's a Kardashian. That's like, I think Kardashian is like Slovenian for easy, but that's just me. And gosh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And second, second of all, I was like, it's a Kardashian marriage. You know it ain't gonna last. Get out of here. Wow. That's that's another pet peeve of mine. Some wow. everybody's outraged that someone cheated on a Kardashian. Really? <laughs> really? Okay, here is here is my thing. And and I'm not trying to be funny and I'm not hating on anyone, but they're famous because of a tape. Yeah. So they're like the highlight of this whole dysfunctional female movement and now what again so they're mad because someone cheated on a kardashian no no one deserves to be cheated on but still it's like the the real funny thing was it started with the brother when black china did what she did and i'm like yeah that whole thing that black china did yeah there's a word for that called being kardashian (laughs) you're gonna get that in Kardashian happened to a damn Kardashian? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, and this, and I, and don't think it started with the, the young girls. If, if you know, I'm gonna date, date myself a little bit. If you remember the OJ trial, matter of fact, YouTube, go back and watch. Mama Kardashian is sitting, you know, her, 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 her side pieces on trial, her husband's defending them, and she's sitting in the cook in, in, in the audience with her boy toy. She started, I mean, Mama Kardashian, a freaking pimp. On the low. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! So you're saying Chris Jenner is a him? On the oh, low. Yeah. Oh yeah. She is an absolute. Think about that. I didn't even think about that. That yeah. is true. Yeah, her she boyfriend on trial. Her husband's defending her. Her husband defending OJ. That is true. Yeah. I mean that is. And Kato is her little boy toy, and she's sitting next to him in the audience. Are you serious? <laughs> that is a pretty bold, stupid, but bold move. I mean, she was, she was, she was the chick from what's a uh, what's a Nola Darling from She's Got to Have It Before Nola was. By the way, have you seen that series? I haven't seen it yet. I have oh, not. Oh, you gotta watch this. This series, this series, the truth. Matter is fact, it as good as the movie, though? Honestly, I'm going to say better because there's a lot of the movie I don't quite remember. But it's okay. like I literally had to turn it off in order to go to sleep because I was just into I I, I, I started off with I'm going to watch a couple of the first couple of episodes. And before I knew it, I went through the whole season. It, that shows the truth. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the show, I mean, a lot of time it, it's not the case. The show might be better than a movie. Okay. Okay. Highly recommended on uh, Netflix. Okay, so I definitely have to watch that. Yeah, but yeah, but I was yeah. In fact, I I don't think I posted it on my wall, but it's like I was watching like this whole dynamic with Nola, and I I ain't gonna spoil it for you, but yeah, it's like only thing I can say is that for her to get away with what she got to get, which what she's getting away with in this in in this. Show, she's got to have that, as they quote, the good good. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm a, so I'm I'm putting it out there now. If you got that Nola darling, that Nola darling coochie, please stay away from me. <laughs> I don't, I don't want my brain doing all that. <laughs> I can't, I can't with you. I can't with you today. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. She. Yeah. Her. She. Yeah. Her. Her thing thing must have a, a big cape with an S coming out of it. I mean, yo, I'm saying. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But, okay, speaking of Netflix, did you watch the infamous series? Which one? About the Central Park Five. I didn't get a chance to watch it. You see, there's a, part of me wants to watch it, but First off, I know these things get me really upset. Yeah. And, you know, and something like that level of injustice, it'd be hard for me to shake that level of mad. And I'm a okay. guy who gets pulled over for whatever reason at least once a week. So me being pissed off at police and getting pulled over once a week is probably not a good mix. So I haven't watched yet. I'll, I'll get around to it. But, you no, know, I mean, I, I've read, like, a lot of the stories involving, like, the horrible injustices that were done to them boys. And it's just crazy. Well, I mean, we lived it, so... Yeah, we lived it, and quite honestly, we lived it again with this most recent one. 
Right. You know, the, the kid yeah, with, this, with this jogger is like, you know, there's way too much that tells me. I mean, I mean, every time I see this kid, it looks like he hasn't the foggiest clue what is even going on. And that is that is really my problem. It's like you're telling me you have a special needs person. They don't know what the heck is going on. Yeah. It's it's like he he looks lost. And and I'll be very honest to me in this case, when you have someone and, and until you've actually dealt with people with special needs and you can make basically get them to say whatever you want them to say. Yeah. Telling me, oh well, he confessed. You could have told him to say the moon is purple, and he would have told you the moon was purple. Yeah. That, and I know my father used to say it all the time, and you know, I first remember him saying it with the OJ trial, but you know, as I got older and got to see more things, justice is what your money could buy. Because if you really think about it, how many cases you know, start off once they reach trial, Start off as this seasoned veteran, no shark of a prosecutor, versus some guy who's barely out of being a public defender fighting for someone's life. That is true, and and I think that's that's really a thing that we see in the no, southern this, district of this New York. This boy is poor and could not get the legal representation. I mean, I'm sure that any lawyer worth his worth his weight in salt. Would have got this kicked out of, uh, you know, kicked out so quick, and you know, their heads would have spun. But the fact that he can't afford that level of representation is the only reason this boy is sitting in jail. Mm-hmm. And and you no, know, and this is just the world. This is this publicized version of it. You no, know, how many of these? How many times is this, this lopsided matchup in favor of prosecution? How many times is this happening that we don't see? Exactly. Exactly. Like we see it once in a while because we got we were a newspaper. Imagine, you know, working as a court clerk. How often you see this? How many other people sitting in jail for murders or robberies or whatever they didn't commit that had they had the money for a certain type of rep, you know decent enough representation, they wouldn't it would they'd have never been convicted for it. True. True. That is true. That is very, well, very true. I mean, I can think of a case, and it's funny because everybody looks, looks at him as guilty and the scourge of all scourges. This guy named, uh, uh, his last name is Ray. Uh, if you don't remember, uh, back in 91, and it, mm-hmm. uh, he derailed the train at uh, Union Square. Right. I do remember that. Yeah. Now, it's funny because even within MTA, a lot of people view this dude horrible, but it's like, I mean, I almost I had a a supervisor visibly mad at me because first of all, my father was down there, so he, you know, I heard a lot about it with him. And basically, the story goes that, you know, he came to work, he was drunk, and you know, went too fast over a switch going into Union Square, derailed the train, killed a few people, whatever, and left mm-hmm. the train. And they had to go find him. After he's the reason that MCA workers actually wear uniforms now. Before you said to wear like. Uh, jeans and certain color shirt or something. You, you didn't have right. to wear I that uniform. I remember that. No, and they found him in no. Actually, he's no. Now his version story that like after he derailed the train, he was so distraught that he went up 
sat in Union Square Park, started drinking. And then, you know, once he, he, he drank for a while, he walked home. And home is where they caught the guy. Now, the crazy thing is this. Now, they... Hello? 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 Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, my phone keeps ringing. Uh, so, basically, you know, his story is that he, you know, went, to, went up in Union Square Park after the derailment, started drinking. When he got done drinking, when he was officially drunk, I guess, he walked home. Right. And that's where the police picked him up at. Now, right. he, ended up going, he ended up going to jail for manslaughter. So yeah, I remember. in jail. Now, the crazy thing with that is, first off, I'm, as an MC worker, I'm going to use some inside stuff. If he made it on, now they tested his blood, his blood alcohol level. It was something like four times the legal limit. Oh wow! I'm talking. He was like a. I'm talking. He's a few sips from alcoholic poisoning, based on his wow. blood. Wow. You know, I think the legal limit is like point oh something. His was like point four something. It was like crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, first off, if he's that drunk. There is no way he was supposed to make it onto a train. How did you know, how does it, yeah? How does his supervisor not go down? Because you have to sign on the payroll, and they think you're drunk. They send you for a random. You no, know, how does his conductor not go down? You no, know, a lot of people should have gone down long before him. Right. Now he started off in the Bronx. You no, know, derail the train at Union Square. So let's say that's maybe forty-five minutes to an hour into the trip. Yes. And then they found him a few hours after that, and his blood alcohol level is, you know, still four times over the legal limit. First off, yeah. that points towards his version of the story being true, because some of that yeah. alcohol would have been out of his system seven, six, seven, eight hours later. Yeah, because he shouldn't have still been that drunk. Yeah. Second of all, if it, if his blood alcohol had to trickle down to four times legal limit, he would have had to crawl to a train. And again. Mm. How does a supervisor not notice this? But being that, like, no, they wanted a sufficient pound of flesh, wanted somebody to blame, as MTA does. No, the union or whatever, nobody got this man very good representation, and he ended up going to jail, no, for murder. Mm. No, I mean, did he have a problem? Should he have not been on the train drinking? No, that, and also, there's like no documented proof that he had a drinking problem long before this, but that's all another story. No, does, no, should he have some kind of punishment? Absolutely. Mm. But don't make it seem like this is all a one-man thing and that, like, no, I mean, at the most, he should have lost his job. He shouldn't have gone to jail for murder. Right. You know, because, like, you know, in, in, all, in all likelihood, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more likely to believe that, you know, he made miscalculation of speed, ran over a switch too fast, and caused this hor- horrific accident. Is he? Does that right. make him a bad? It makes him a bad train operator. It doesn't make him a murderer, right? But again, you no. Know, a lot of us you know go in with the deck stack. You no, know, somebody who's been practicing law for an hour versus somebody who's been doing it for years. True. Somebody who has the backing and every resource of the city they work in to get conviction. <laughs> That is true. You know, they were trying to get a mistrial because there's access to evidence 
that the that the defense didn't give up for this boy uh, with, with the, the recent murder. You know, and it's funny because like, you know his lawyer probably didn't have the wherewithal or nothing to know how to even get this information because he's not the high high paid of a lawyer, right? You know, you go on these prosecutors, they got access to the police, the DA's office, private investigators, forensics. All, all a lot of these public defender types got is that person's word and the police report and the report of police, the very police that they're fighting against. Yeah. So, you know, whether we realize that too many cases against, you no, know, I ain't going to just call it all people of color, poor people in general is their word versus their word. How are you supposed to win against that? <laughs> yeah, because it's it's almost like if you have the money, then it's one thing. If you don't have the money, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. I mean, think about the level of lawyer this guy had and think about the level of lawyer that kid who went out with, with his boy, did a bunch of drive-bys and got off because the judge viewed him as too affluent to know right from wrong. Yeah, a real high-paid lawyer had to get him off with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. The defender's going to come up with that one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's crazy. It's, it's just, like, nuts. It's just nuts. Yeah. Like, this so, is one, this one uh-huh. thing he said. Prepaid, these guys are... Is, I forgot what they're called, but it's like basically prepaid legal. Is like you pay a certain amount, and God forbid you get anything, you already have a lawyer on retainer. No, I've been against a lot of those fly by night sort of things, but that one there, if I could find somebody did it, I would absolutely invest in it because you know you get into the the slightest of thing, your lawyer or lack thereof can be the difference between life and death, whether people realize that or not. Mm-hmm. Mhm. It was true. That is true. So, what else are you getting into this summer? Any vacations coming up? Uh, well, uh, I was on vacation a couple of weeks ago. I didn't didn't actually go anywhere. Cause I had like a couple of uh, mini sessions set up and stuff. But uh, no, it's something funny. I had what? my heart set on the Dominican Republic before all this crap happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, a, a photographer friend, he was telling me that, like, you no, know, if you go on a beach with your camera, he's like, women will just, like, you no, know, flag you down to pose for you and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And he show, showed me his pictures and stuff. I was like, all right, I'll go down there. And next you know, it's one murder. I'm like, okay, no problem. I'm still going to have an next And by five murders, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh-huh. And guys, if you have not been watching, if you don't know what we're talking about, that means you have not been watching the news. People have been going down to the Dominican Republic and not coming home. And not because they're staying there. They've been being found dead. Some people have not been found. It's been crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... I don't know what's going on up there, but yeah, it is... Uh, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna look at some other islands until 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 whatever that is die down over there. You know they you know, they killing Americans and shooting Big Poppy from the Red Sox. A, a Yankee fan did that shit, by the way. You know, very much convinced. 
You're convinced that a Yankee fan shot Red Pop, Big Poppy? Yeah. Big Poppy killed the Yankees for his career. He made a career killing the Yankees. Yeah, Yankee fan did that. You're so silly. Yeah, I, if, I, if I had $1,000 in that game, man, and clapped him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, okay, so, but what else are you doing? I mean, like, are you just doing the sundress series? Are you, you have any more mini shoots coming up? Are you, you know? Oh, well, well, let's see. I, I have another family mini shoot coming up. I'm trying to decide whether I'm going to do it in Prospect Park or Brooklyn Bridge Park. But uh, if we have a uh, family mini sessions uh, coming up, uh, seventy-five dollars you get a twenty-five uh, min- uh, twenty twenty-five minute session. Uh, all your pictures on a on a flash drive, you know, color retouch and everything. And if you want uh, actual uh, print packages, we can actually work that out towards the end too. Uh, I'll probably uh, be doing them from like about maybe nine in the morning to about five six in the afternoon. You know, uh, limits, uh, space is limited. Like each, each, like I said, each shoot is about 20, 25 minutes. So, right. you no, know, go to the site, book that in advance. Once I get it up, uh, get the uh, the flyer and everything up. I'm yeah. also doing somewhat the same thing for uh, swimsuit shoots for uh, you no know, aspiring models or you know, okay. just people who want to take pictures. Uh, I have a couple of a uh, couple of series. I'm a couple of other like uh, kind of personal series I'm working on uh those are I, I have another site to respect yeah, I'm sorry that you know another spam call uh a uh a couple of uh this kind of personal series I'm working on uh, I have one I'm calling it the hood is beautiful and okay. and basically what it is is I'm just you know walking around different neighborhoods and snapping pictures of things that a lot of people wouldn't, you know, initially find beauty in, but like that I have, like. I like that. I like that. I'm still waiting for you to um, print some of this stuff out so I can like put it up in my house, Mister. I, I'm I'm diligently working on that at this point. Um, uh, I have a, a, a enough work to do it. Uh, I'm basically looking at like you know the best. Uh, avenues to go as far as uh, the canvas and and different types of prints and mm-hmm. and the best way to go about getting these pictures to my clients. Mm-hmm. You know, once once I hash that out, they will be up and running. And and, and some of the stuff from the Hood is Beautiful series is definitely going to be in there. Like uh, like uh, you know, like one of the ideas I have, and oh, I don't know if I should put my idea out there because. Uh, I would, I would, I would keep that to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in sometimes when you have a, a project that is like really, really personal to you, just keep it to yourself. Yeah. I said, well, I, well, as I go, no, you know how I do it. As I go, go with the shooting and everything. Um, I'll definitely send you some stuff to, you know, you know, get that that special Lashonda feedback. Yeah, I know. He, you guys don't understand. Like he's always in my inbox, like sending me pictures. It's like. Oh, Lewis sent me a picture. It's like, oh, this is great. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I really like, you don't know, like from the moment I found out that you were a photographer, like I've been a fan of your work and it's not because we're friends, but your work is really, really amazing. Like truly, oh, truly amazing. All right, thank you. You are good for the soul. <laughs> 
just like, yeah, it's like, yeah, this is really good stuff. So I'm always yeah, telling you. And I haven't like I haven't kind of I haven't quite gotten the plan in order, but you know, interesting like we was talking about the she's got to have it uh, series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girl Nola Darling, she's actually a uh, an artist. Okay. And and a couple episodes that feature her like you know trying to get her work into like uh, these pop up galleries and stuff like that. And I absolutely would love to do something like that. I'll just. I would love to, you know, get out and just have a a gallery, you know, small event, you know, showcasing some of my work and even the work of other artists. You know, I mean, I think that photography is an art that's, you no, know, I ain't saying it's dying. I'm saying that there are a lot of avenues trying to kill it, though. I mean, they're they're sticking cameras on everything. Yeah, well, I I may I may uh we we this may be something that actually works out for you because I may have an avenue for you. It just may be in a different borough, but I may have an avenue for you. Uh, oh, I, will, I, I, will I got a free metro card. I can do another borough. <laughs> <laughs> You're so silly. I I will inbox you about that. That's yeah. That there. Yeah. All right. Oh, so you have to run around snapping some more pictures, getting gallery ready. I'm saying, if it works, it works. You know me. If if I can help someone else, I'm gonna do it. Well, that is why you're the coolest. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So, it has been great talking to you, as always. And as you guys can see, yes, the shooter is still around. I, t- I told you he hadn't, he hadn't abandoned us. He's just been yeah. busy. If only the good die young, so I ain't going nowhere. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know what? He's a nice person. Don't <laughs> even let him go there with that one. So it's been great having you, and I know you have a whole bunch of stuff to do. Yep, including a shoot with Lashonda. You know, you know I did throw that in there. <laughs> Ooh, uh, wow! Extra quiet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow! Did we really just, you know, I thought you were tra- you, you were a train operator, not a <laughs> not not a bus driver. Uh, hey, throw them under the train. They got. Got more shots of the wheels getting them. Anyway, that's not oh right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bus! You got four chance. You got two chances. Train, you got about twenty. Anyway, <laughs> not that I thought about throwing people under trains or nothing. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> the bus, you got four chances. Trains, you got like twenty. I'm so done. I'm so done. <laughs> yes, we will get the shoot done. I promise. I am giving you my word. We will get the shoot done. Yeah, well, Once my oh, schedule kind of calms down, we will get the shoot done. Okay, yeah. No, I, I, it's funny because I saw a thing about earlier, you know, when you made mention of the summer outfits and, you know, and Aisha Curry and the outfits with the girls out. I, I guess I guess my mind shifted to you right there, but that's all whole the story. And <laughs> so I figured, I figured wow. I would throw that out there. <laughs> really? Oh, my. You know what? You know what? You know what? Mm. Wow, dude! Wow, dude! I really? had to get you. You know, you, uh, no, I had to, I know no, I had to get you. It's been a minute. <laughs> we made Lashonda blush. <laughs> oh my gosh! 
So, yes, it has been great having you. And tell everyone, I know you've thrown your information out there a few times, but tell them how to reach you. Oh. Well, you can reach me as a, uh, I have an urban, I have an urbanized studios, that's E-Y-E-Z in the eyes part. I have an urbanized studios uh, page on Facebook. You can also reach me at urbanized studios on Instagram. Uh, Lou Moore at urbanizedstudios.com or you can go to my website urbanizedstudios.com any, any of those ways I can be reached and guys all of that information will be in the show notes so you have no excuse and guess what Louis here is what? something new so remember how I sent you that information that I, I sent you that little clip of someone saying that they had a blast during our last interview. Right, right, yes. So now my listeners can just send me a message and say, hey, how's the shooter? And oh, I can pass that message on to you. So guys, oh. yes, you can leave a message for me, for the shooter, suggestions, ask about the sundress series and all this stuff can get back to him but guys if you also want a shout out or if you want your message played on the podcast that can be done too okay now i haven't uh, i haven't been doing uh as much promotion this i'm in fact i just starting out doing it because i just revamped the site but i also have my respect the shooter website is uh, respect-the-shooter.com and most of what I've put up there are, are blogs so far. You know, this basically gives you more of an insight of the behind-the-scenes stuff of being a photographer. My, you know, my urbanized studio site is more about like the business end. You know, yeah. this is like, you know, respect the shooters. The dot com has more of my uh, uh, blogs, uh, the personal projects I've mentioned, like you no, know, the sundress series. I'm probably gonna put that up there uh, for this year. Uh, the Hood is Beautiful series is probably going to be featured on the Respect the Shooter site. You know, things right. of that nature. Right. You know. In fact, uh, I don't know if uh, have I let you read uh, any of my blogs yet because uh, I have one yes. about my first shoot ever. <laughs> yeah, the one about your first shoot ever and then the one about the eyebrows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have, I have been, I'm, I'm actually waiting on your next blog entry. Because actually, actually, the funny thing is, as great as a photographer as Lewis is, he's quite the um, illustrated writer when it comes to his um, situations and events of the day. Yep, I'm actually working on my next blog. I might have that up by tonight. The next one is, uh, you know, it's kind of a behind the scenes look at uh, a shot I did. Oh, okay. And I have and have the shot, and I also have footage of when the shot went wrong. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, you, you got to see this. It's like a you no know, shout out to my the, the model on this site. Her name's like Esther. Uh, she goes by the name Secret, and you know, a very good friend. And it's a wonder she still talks to me after that shot because we were is a beach shot, and yeah, I thought uh, I thought the ocean was going uh, is going to claim her and and my camera. Wow. Yeah, but you know, I'll have like the before and after shots, but uh yeah, that that's what's that's the next blog. Wow. Yeah, guys, definitely check out Respect the Shooter. Like I said, all of this information will be 
in the show notes. Yes, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this as much as we did. And it's always a blast when the shooter stops by. But guys, as always, be good to yourselves. Stay cool today. Be good to each other and happy shopping.